Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show, where we're always right and never left. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Before we begin the show tonight, I want to send out prayers to all of those who have lost loved ones from this deadly COVID-19 virus. I also want to send out prayers to have loved ones in the hospital, on life support, on respirators. Our prayers are with you, and we hope and will a speedy recovery for them. We also want to send prayers out to first responders, nurses, doctors, all all of those who are on the front line every day trying to battle this disease to save our nation. We thank you for your service, and we keep you in our prayers every day. The Chauncey Show is a conservative talk show that we bring candidates from around the country to come on the show and talk about their ideas and plans for the state, the country, and where the American people should go each election or this particular election or the election that they're running in. Tonight we have a special guest that's going to be coming on hopefully shortly. He is running for governor of Virginia. His name is Merrill Rutledge, Jr., is pro-business, pro-castle doctrine, and pro-constitutionals. Mr. Rutledge's goal is to turn Virginia red again, and he says it's imperative to making Virginia strong again. After moving to Norfolk, Virginia, he attended Norfolk State University. He founded the local chapter of the Phi Delta Phi fraternity. The fraternity uh, national chapter is the Kalamazoo out of Michigan. While at Norfolk State University, he fought to build the first voting precinct at Norfolk State University following the Bush 2000 election victory. He also volunteered for the Children of Sun, Urban League, and multiple projects for wellness with Centra Hospital. All during this time, he learned and developed into a leader in the community. 
His fraternity was the first to host a youth leadership conference in Hamptons Road that is facilitated by the Children's of Sun. Urban League and local police departments develop youths into programs and outlets that set a positive role in our community. Currently, he speaks on issues that affect low-income communities at local, state, and national levels. He does not see a problem with good policing officers. He now works with public policy and national levels to help solve problems with good police officers. He now works on public policy and civil rights issues in the Danville, Virginia, and Pittsylvania uh, County, Virginia area and local and state government agencies. Merle sees his job as treating people right with government and business. We're excited and looking forward to have him in the studio uh, tonight. We have someone in the studio. Let me see if, if that is gubernatorial candidate Rutledge on the other line. So to my audience, please stand by for a second. Mr. Rutledge, is that you in the studio? Okay, that must be a caller or somebody listening in live. Uh, Mr. Rutledge has not appeared into the studio yet, so we will give him a few more moments. This Thursday on the Chauncey Show, we're going to have another gubernatorial candidate and former veteran who's running for Virginia governor also. Mike Webb is going to be on our show on Thursday to talk about his plans for Virginia as well. I want everybody to stand by for a moment as I try to get uh, the gubernatorial candidate, Mr. Rutledge, on the line. I did speak with him earlier today. He said he was going to be on the show. Hopefully he is safe, and we're going to try to reach out to him while everyone holds on for a moment uh, so I can see if I can get him on on the line. Hold on a second, please. Okay, everyone, uh, I'm back in the studio live. Uh, I apologize. I kept everyone waiting. Uh, Gubernatorial candidate Merle Rutledge is safe. He is finally in the studio. So we're going to bring him on so he can talk about who he is. We talked about some of the things that he has worked on and what he's done in the community in Virginia. We're going to listen to him tell his story right now live on the Chauncey Show. Welcome to the show. Mr. Rutledge. Hey, it's great to be here. I thank you completely from the bottom of my heart for giving me the opportunity to be on your show. And I just feel blessed and humbled to be, you know, with such great conservatives um, out there um, that's pulling for me. So I look forward to this whole radio show for quite some time. So I'm ready to go. Thank you so much. We did a nice introduction before you came on the show where I highlighted some of your successes, your public uh, service work in the community, uh, the chapter you formed with the fraternity, the work you've done with the Children of Sun, urban leadership. You've done some dynamic things within your community. 
Can you elaborate uh, and tell us more about who you are and what brought you to this time where you want to run for governor? Well, I'm going to first give all the praise to God for allowing me to stay in this focus. I believe that's the first and number one reason why I'm in this race. Um, As far as the community service and more, I just love helping people. I like being a voice for those who are voiceless. Um, I have spent my time um, early life in Irvington, New Jersey, and one of my stories is like the window pane. And basically, I saw an area that was beautiful. And once Democrats took control, crime spiked. Politicians gave out their campaign promises and never fulfilled them. And we had to move from the area because crime got so bad and moved to Virginia. But while being here, I was able to graduate from Norfolk State University, thank God. And after that, I wanted to help get back the knowledge I gained from Norfolk State to work out. Mr. Rutledge. I'm sorry. I, I want to apologize because we are on the internet. There is somewhat of a delay between you and I speaking. So I apologize if I was getting ready to cut you off. But I did want to say that anyone who was born and raised and comes from Irvington, New Jersey, can be any governor anywhere in this country because you know firsthand the trial and tribulations of what the people feel and have suffered on the ground in Irvington, New Jersey. So I want to applaud you. I want to applaud you, of course, for being a fellow New Jerseyan, but also taking your values from New Jersey to Virginia and trying to raise their level of consciousness and save those people. Now, I'd like to ask you, what other, I know that you are a very in-depth political, I mean, a public person, a public service person. Um, have you been in politics before you decided to run for governor? Yes, I ran one time for mayor of the town of Chatham. It was a protest election, meaning nobody was running against the current establishment, and I felt somebody should challenge and see what this person's all about because I've been fooled like so many others that we voted on a name, we voted on this perception that they give you, but once they get to office, it becomes a total different story. So, yes, I've been in politics before, been working with local city governments all over the state, actually all over the country, to be honest with you, um, being involved in numerous issues nationwide. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck to me that, this is what I'm about. This is the gift that God gave me. I can't turn around on my community and let them go solid and continue to be abused and taken advantage of when we know we could do a lot better as long as we have the right leadership. Uh, amen. You know, and before we get into your policies and, and what do you plan to do for Virginia, I want to do a little footnote and sidebar uh, because I've been a Republican all my life. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. I've been a Republican all my life. I grew up in Patterson, New Jersey, where I'm talking about it is blue as the color blue. And I grew up a Republican. Uh, My dad was a Republican in the 60s. 
How did you become a Republican coming from Irvington, New Jersey, being an African-American <laughs> Republican out of Irvington? Because everybody asks me that question. So I have to ask you. <laughs> it's funny because even my best friend brought it up to me like a couple of weeks ago. And I told him, you know, the Democratic Party is invested in us being poor. Is invested in us being where we are at the quotation on quote uh, stay in your lane. And once you get out your lane and start becoming active in the politics around your area and speaking out against government officials, then it's like it's a big attack. But that attack is coming from Democrats. A lot of times, people think it's Republicans that are running these cities. It's not. It's Democrats that have everything to lose because they've been used to doing business as usual, meaning I'm going to say better schools, better health care, better this, and they don't have a plan for it. And most of it became, I'm going to lobby here, make as much money here. If you are a city council member or a board of supervisor and you becoming a millionaire in two years, there's something wrong here because it's now about money and lining your pockets. It's not about helping people. And I just basically gravitated to the Republican Party because of one president, Donald J. Trump. He had the swamp going after him, just like the swamp went after me. And I had to start listening and paying attention to what he did, what he's doing, compared to all the talk and all the naysayers and those who are just giving out negative. I didn't like President Trump at first for his personality, but I also didn't like my head coach in basketball because of his personality. But guess what? His personality didn't matter as long as we started winning. I started working harder. I started not thinking everything was going to be catered to me or entitled. It made me have more respect for what I do and earning everything I get. And President Trump has been the president that has made promises and kept them, whether you like him or not. He is one of the greatest presidents of the United States of America. And the reason why he gets so much scrutiny, just like I do, we have the cameras in our face all the time, and we tell it the way it is. And leaders have to sometimes tell their own community when they're wrong and when they're right. And that's the hardest thing because sometimes, even with police brutality and all these other issues from racial dynamics it's about the fact of are we going in the right direction are we preparing our youth for these type of encounters and are we being the leaders that we are supposed to be by keeping them out of trouble and what I saw was President Trump taking on leadership even with the summer of Marxists and stuff like that he wasn't encouraging bad behavior like President Obama Biden and Kamala Harris, he was saying there's going to be consequences for your actions, no matter how good somebody else make it sound. And I said, putting politics aside and more, you have to love and embrace somebody that tells you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not, not pacify you or make you believe that they are doing more than what they are doing by actually having substance. And I believe anybody in America, whether you like President Trump or not, he has helped you out in your life. You got more money to paycheck, just like I'm trying to do, get more money back to the community. But I'm also saying we do not have to settle for the breadcrumbs. 
We have to put in the work. We have to earn it. But I'm here to crack open the doors that you once thought was closed and open them and say, hey, equal opportunity, I can't guarantee you equal outcome, but we have to have that hustle mentality no matter whether you're white, black, or yellow. You have to be able to say to yourself, I want to produce a future that my family can embrace and then, um, of course, you know, take hold of and, of course, bring in wealth. That's what we're trying to do. And if people embrace my message and the way I do my type of politics, you're going to see me embracing the fact of being that head coach that's been missing in a lot of communities in Virginia and nationwide saying we can do better. We just got to stop hearing the message and start taking substance and making sure our vote counts and matters. Because right now we are seeing that people have been lied to over and over again. President Biden is going back on his promises again. And right now this is what we try to warn people about. Don't vote just because you don't like a personality. Your emotions will make the worst decision ever in your life. And right now we pray for Biden's success. But right now, he's starting off to be the failure that we all were trying to warn America about. And it's about time I use my campaign to be the point to say, you know what? We are going to hold two politicians accountable. And that's exactly what we have to do if we're going to move our communities and our state forward in a progressive and in a smart, fiscally responsible manner. Amen. Uh, for those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We are honored and proud to have in the studio former Irvington, New Jersey, young man running for governor of New Jersey, Merle Rutledge, in the studio talking about people versus politics. Very, very interesting how you just laid everything out. Yes, I believe that Donald Trump is and will be one of the greatest presidents in the history of our country. They did the same thing to Ronald Reagan back in the 80s. They made fun of him being an actor. And look, everybody is talking about that they're a Reagan Republican. For the record, I am a Frederick Douglass Republican. I am not a Donald Trump Republican. But, you know, our people, and I say our people, and I mean everybody, black, white, those on the left, let's look at policy. Stop looking at personality and character. Politics is about power and money. Does that power and money filter down to our communities? You hit the nail on the head. The left and the Democratic Party, it pays for them to keep our communities decimated and oppressed so they could maintain power. If our people wake up, they lose their game. I thank you for standing up, speaking truth to power. We need to fight back against the lies from the mainstream media and the less narrative that we are victims and that identity politics is on the menu for today. In the last segment of this show, can you talk about some of your policy initiatives that you would like to, uh, if you get elected, promote uh, when you get into office, which policies do you think are most critical at this time during your campaign to help Virginia move forward? 
Well, one of the number one things I want to do is make sure the community starts having more businesses and start cutting the red tapes that Democrats have put out there to stop us. Number one, I want to do zero startup calls or state tax for any startup business. I want to do no credit checks for employment. A lot of people don't realize a job will not offer you employment if your credit isn't there. Even though you have the skills and the merit to do the job, you won't get that job because they have this extra red tape holding you back from employment. And people need to understand that part. I'm also cutting 15% state tax here in Virginia. So businesses that been hurt, small or big business, by this hoax, that's what I call it, they can start having relief and start growing their businesses back. Also, I plan on legalizing marijuana, not the gimmick we have here in Virginia. A lot of people think it's legal, I'll tell you, but not. You still fines and you can still go to jail. And when they find that out, they're like, hold on, I've been lied to. I thought this has been legal. I said, no, that's why you've got to pay attention to the policy and the substance. So you understand what is going on. And we know right there, marijuana can build, uh, bring in, I mean, bring in over 11,000 jobs here in Virginia alone, over $300 billion in revenue. I plan on making sure all marijuana-related convictions are expunged. I plan on having a second chance uh, for offenders to have their records expunged. We understand people make mistakes. still have a right to earn your way back to a clean record. And we also are looking at innovative ways to make sure that our kids start being prepared for school without um, consuming college debt. We want to make sure that all children have access to college courses during high school because we live in a different world. We have information coming in every single day. You could Google up an answer. So I want our kids to look at high school as being prepared and having a two-year, at least a two-year degree coming out of high school. So you are ahead of the curve, and you are not burdened with all of these loans because these student loans will throw you into debt and cause a bunch of chaos in your future. And what I'm trying to do is make sure we invest in our children as much as possible. Plus, I want to increase police funding, of course, and also put more funding to mental health services because this whole pandemic has caused a lot of mental illness that people are ignoring. The overdoses of drugs, the suicides, these predators and sex trafficking because people are trying to feed their family. Even these car loans, I plan on making sure we cut the interest rates on the car loans because if you can't get a loan from a bank and your family's starving, the first thing you do for most people, they go to the car loan place and then they get hit with incredible interest rates that should not even be there. The fact is we have to start looking at the people at the dinner table, not worrying about these politicians and more who are just being paid off by lobbyists and they are not bringing up these issues, even with their evictions and stuff like that. They're not bringing up these issues because they know it makes them look bad. It makes them have the cameras paying attention to them. I look at Evelyn Virginia. We are last in the whole country in processing unemployment claims. I've got people all down the unemployment 
Facebook posts and other um, Instagram social media outlets, and they talking about I only got six dollars left to even put food on the table for my kids that same day because their claims is not being processed. We have created by our vote manufactured socialism. And if you look at Venezuela and all the other countries, it does not work for us. And people want to work hard. They want to earn. They want to achieve their dreams. Based off of how this is going, it's going to end up having people having the government select what they are able to do or what they are able to accomplish. And I refuse to let that happen. And that's why my plans and my agenda is to say, basically, you earn your way and we're going to fight for you. It's my way of saying you no longer have to worry about being just in the projects or just staying on the couch or waiting the first and 15 for whatever for a check. What we're trying to say is stop being dependent on the government. Let's create our own independence, and let's create our own hire so we can make sure we move our country, our economy, and our communities forward. Because when people are working with jobs and have better education, that trickles down to those who don't think they can because they see somebody who is the testimony of being able to do what they thought they can. So I'm just embracing these type of policies to help move Virginia forward. It has to be done. Uh, Merle, thank you so much for bringing your insight, inspiration, and commitment to public service to our show today and sharing with, with us the knowledge and the hope that you have for Virginia. Can you please share with my audience if people want to volunteer or donate to your campaign, please share that information with my audience. Yes. My website is RutledgeForBAGovernor.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, MeWe. We are being censored a lot. I'm going to make sure I fight for free speech because people need to understand that is one of our most important constitutional rights. It's our way to speak out against the government whenever we've been done wrong. Once we lose that, we become zombies and we become more oppressed. If not, it's basically modern-day slavery. And we must make sure that everybody knows that they have a chance not to vote for a name, but vote for someone who ain't part of politicians or the swamp, but somebody who cares about the people first and moving them forward. Because people are tired of party over country. They want somebody to fight for them and the entire country. And like I said, that's what I plan on doing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope before your election, there's so many issues that we talked about today. I'm hoping that you can come back on and we can talk about some of the national issues. Maybe you can come back on for Black History Month where you can talk about how you were duped, how you became a Republican, and highlight the issues on Black History Month on what we should be looking at doing to move forward. So I hope that you would consider that. Uh, hopefully next month, maybe coming on for, for Black History Month. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you for coming on the show. And I wish you and your campaign the best of luck. And we keep you and your family in prayers as you continue to fight for people versus politics. God bless you, Merle. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you. 
This is the Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. We were honored and proud to have in the studio New Jersey born and native out of Irvington, New Jersey, Merle Rutledge running for governor of Virginia. Very insightful, passionate man that wants to serve people over politics. This Thursday coming up, we're going to have another exciting show. Another gentleman, former veteran, running for Virginia governor as well, Mike Webb, will be in the studio at 6 o'clock on Thursday. We are here every Tuesday and Thursday night, 6 to 6.30, bringing you news that matters. Uh, For what we do for the American people is try to keep it right, keep it real, and we try to always speak truth to power. We bring issues that people care about and not what politicians care about. That's what makes us different. If you can help us to continue our fight to fight the leftist, democratic, socialist, Marxist, communist agenda to protect our freedom of speech and not be censored, please donate to The Chauncey Show at PayPal me, The Chauncey Show. Your small contributions can, can help us continue to spread our message of hope to save this republic and to save all the people in it. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a good night. God bless you all. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.